2: On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, we dive into the latest on P.J. Tucker. Is it still possible for the 76ers to acquire the veteran forward out here on the open market? We'll dive into it next. Keep on pay. Devon Gibbons right here. Locked On 76ers.
1: You are Locked On 76ers. Your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team... Every day.
2: Welcome, you are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97.5, the fanatic radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host and partner, Sixers Beat Writer from the inquire.com. His name is Keith Pompey. What's up, Keith? what's popping D how you been man oh man two more days to go before we get to start of free agency and we know things start to jump off a little bit earlier so I'm looking forward to talking to you on this one give us an update on certain players specifically PJ Tucker and a little bit more but well, we got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day and remember Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms including right here at YouTube Locked On 76ers well Keith Uh, Last week and uh, even before that, you started to uh, dive into a little bit more of the Sixers and the the interest particularly in P.J. Tucker and their mutual interest of them joining a partnership for the upcoming season and bringing in some of these Daryl Morey, Houston, other Houston players with Tucker and uh, talked about Eric Gordon a little bit. We can get into him a little bit later as well. But P.J. Tucker, after the draft and the 23rd pick with Danny Green being moved, Matisse Stiebel remaining on the team. We know that they had to clear some cap space in order to bring in the veteran forward. They didn't do it. So with that, bringing in Melton for the 23rd pick, and Danny Green, how do they get there with Matisse Stiebel still on the team? Shake Milton still on the team. Furcon Korkma still on the team. You don't have the room to go ahead and bring them in. So what? what's the latest? What are you hearing? How do they get it done particularly with that three years, $30 million that you reported a week ago.
0: You know, it's crazy because that's the million dollar question. How are they going to get it done? You know, I I think, you know, this is what I'm hearing though. I got three sources that I spoke to that said it's a done deal, right? I have another source that said he will be shocked if it doesn't happen. So when you have sources like that saying that, you know, that's basically telling me that both sides have agreed upon that that's what's going to happen. The okay. question mark is, can the Sixers clear the cap space? Now, here's a several options that they have, right? Well, number one, and I doubt if they do this. I doubt if they do this because the Sixers have said they're not trying to clear cap space or whatever. They did get a guy. But I doubt if they do this. They got DeAnthony Melton. Right now, the Sixers need $8.2 million and to be ordered to sign PJ Tucker to the mid level exception of 10.3, right? 10 point, yeah, 10.3, I believe it is, right? Okay. So the deal is they can they could take that money and then they could pay TJ, I mean PJ, and they can get a 15th roster spot of somebody with the league minimum, 1.8, a young guy at the league minimum, right? But when you look at the salary, they got Melton who's making $8.2 million. So if the Sixers could trade Melton and then get draft picks back instead, instead of to a team that has available cap space and get draft picks as opposed to a player or, or in a bringing in, bringing in additional salary, mm-hmm. then they could be fine. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you have three players right now. If they do a combination of the two, possibly you have Matisse Thibel making going to make 4.3 next year. You have uh uh Furkan Korkmaz making 5 million and you have George Niang making, I believe 3.4 next year. Mm-hmm. So if you can get two of those three guys and again, don't bring in any more salary, then you're fine or what they could try to do. If they get below it, they could try to do a sign and trade for PJ Tucker. I don't know if that's going to happen because why would why would Miami do that if that's a guy that they really want to keep? Right. Why would you do that sign and trade? So that's unlikely to happen. But when you talk to sources, they're all saying that they believe that they all saying it's a done deal. But what that tells me is, what that tells me is until the shoe drops that it's a done deal until it's not a done deal. Which means in the NBA, like, if the, if the Sixers can't, yeah, if the Sixers can't get make things work out, if P.J. Tucker gets um, the money that he wants, somebody can match that or some other things he can get out of it. And from what I'm hearing is it could be one of those things they're saying three years, 30, but it could be three years, 27 guaranteed and then reachable incentives. To get them to the 30 million dollars.
2: Interesting. Uh first when you started off with the, the Anthony Melton part of trying to move him now after acquiring I don't think it's gonna happen though. Yeah I'm not interested yeah. in that part. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that acquisition and yeah. I want him to be a part of the rotation coming off the bench and being that that first guard that that comes in to help you out. So I'm not with that one. <laughs> I, I like it as is to to keep it right right where it is. And keeping D'Anthony Melton as part of this team, they're gonna to have to figure out another way. And this is gonna be interesting because speaking on the radio, looking on Twitter, uh, you know, here uh, seeing some of the comments when you write your stories and all that, people are not gonna like the fact that they're gonna give him three years. P- PJ Tucker, I'm speaking of, at the age of 37, and when he's done, he's gonna be 40 years of age, making 10 million dollars. When you feel like you can use that elsewhere, especially when we've been talking about it, Keith, at the all, all off season. Of how they need athletic wings. He's far from athletic. He is a wing, but he's far from athletic at, at six three, six, four. Uh, yes, a burly guy, a stocky guy, and he can he can be very physical, but he is far from athletic, like we talk about six, 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 seven, maybe even six eight, to go out there and do something. And we can get into a few other players later on, but uh the melting part, I, I would love for him to stay. I think they can, for me, for my liking they're going to have to find some other way to get PJ Tucker interesting with those numbers three for 27 and then try to have some incentives to reach that that three for 30. Yeah very interesting all right with that again we if if that does in fact happen as we get ready for things to kick off 6 p.m on Thursday 6 p.m eastern on Thursday evening uh, he's going to be reunited with one of his former teammates in Houston and that is James Harden and We need to talk about some other things that you might be hearing about him. We've seen videos. Videos, yes, they do tell part of the story, but it's also good to hear some things about him and where he is at this time with his conditioning, with his fitness, with how he looks right now in the offseason. We all want him to look great. We'll dive into it next right here on Locked On 76ers. Folks, I got to tell you, I can go pick up P.J. Tucker from the uh, airport. If he needs it, I know that you know he'll fly in on a private jet and Daryl Morey, Elton Brand, Doc Rivers, meet him at the meet him at the airport and, and pick him up in the car. But if they cannot, because they're busy still working the phones and they can't send anyone else, I know they send people sometimes. I can do it. Why? Because I got my headlight fixed, <laughs> I got my taillight fixed, I have new carpets in my car. It's all good because of me going and saving time and money by using rock auto family-owned business serving do it yourself for over 20 years. Prices are reliably low for every customer. For someone like me, who then has to go pick up a new acquisition by the 76ers to bring him into town. They have everything you can need from part brake parts, new carpet, motor oil, tail lamps. They got it all. So go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Again, save time and money. They're reliably low prices for every customer go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need that's at rockauto.com
1: the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Do it today, people. (laughs) Do it today so we can go pick up P.J. Tucker. All right. Thank you for making Locked On 76 your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Well, Keith, James Harden, we've seen videos of him running up hills. We've seen him leaving practice where others are are making videos of him in his hoodie or something his hood is on he's in his gear after a workout with a big bottle of water and doesn't appear or we and especially since we haven't heard anything about the hamstring doesn't appear to be limited to doing any type of off-season work and trying to get himself into tip-top shape and he didn't look bad shape as far as his body type um, last season after joining the 76ers you know it was a big part of the discussion with him in brooklyn Body type looked fine, except for when he seemed like he lacked some explosion, some lift on his shot and didn't come through in games five and six. Where Who who knows what that was? But what are you hearing about him? Uh, where, If you have it, where is he working out? Is he here in town? Is he in Los Angeles? Is he in Houston? Where is he uh, working out right now? And how is he looking?
0: You know, I heard sources tell me that he's working out in Houston or, you know, he has been working out in Houston. And you know, I asked them, like, how does he look? And they said, he looks good. Like from what they're hearing is that he looks good. Now again, you know, it is one of those things, and I'm not I'm not taking anything away from it, but it's, it's kind of like a workout. You know what I mean? He's training, they saying he's he's devoted. Like you said, you see the videos of him running up the hills, whatever that that man-made hill that he ran he runs up, you know, with the sweat shirt, the hoodie on. But I heard that he's been going at it and he's been working extremely hard and and you know there was a time like a couple years ago when he was getting ready to go to Brooklyn the first time right well first year going to what well, they thought he was going to go to Brooklyn he worked out with KD and Kyrie and 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 um in LA at right. UCLA or whatever and they said he was putting in work and from what I'm hearing is right now he's putting in work he's he's the man he's motivated he's focused you know probably i think you know, the, the naysayers after this past season are like, you know, you lost it. You lost the step. And he's doing all this conditioning and all this stuff and and putting in, you know, major workouts from what I hear. Um, and people think he's going to look good this upcoming season. So we'll see.
2: Well, if, if if the Sixers are committing that the kind of money that we think could potentially be out there, as you talked about uh, with the with the extension uh, on the horizon, him opting into the forty seven. $47.4 million dollars by uh, Wednesday uh, that he had to do, and then maybe an extension f- uh, forthcoming thereafter. I-, I guess Sixer fans would feel more comfortable with it, but for for the Sixer fans, especially seeing what he did, I think a lot of them, while they may like to hear this, and-, and they love the summer videos, man. I tell you, all the way back to the Ben Simmons stuff, they love the summer videos. And seeing Tyrese Maxey right now, who's back in Los Angeles knocking down his his three pointers and all six fans, basketball fans love the videos, but six fans also are going to, I know it. They're going to be like, all right, show us in the playoffs, show us in the regular season. And, and that's when we'll really get excited. But I, uh, you, you got to love hearing it that he, he is at least committed, especially if, if he is going to sign that, that extension and come back to, to the 76ers.
0: Yeah, I, I agree uh, 100%. But, and, and that's the one thing, and it's not a knock up against, against James Hart. And when I say, you know, it's the summer it's just kind of like the piggyback off of what you said. Um, You know, I I think that a lot of times in the past, everyone got the piggyback off what you said, what you said, a lot of people got excited and saw certain things and then were upset when it didn't translate to the regular season. Not to say it's not, but one thing is we just got to realize that this is the regular season. And it is a great step for him to show what he's doing. But at the same time, we'll really see what he worked on, the things that he's working on now. We'll see if, you know, how much he improved on those things, you know, once the regular season starts in late October.
2: Yeah. Well, listen, if they're going to operate the way that they're supposed to operate, he's going to have to be a big part of it. 50 plus wins. Once again, that's a given It's about the top four seed, top three seed, and hopefully a top seed in the East and then eventually advancing. There's going to have to be a lot of soul searching this offseason from their star players, from their reserves, the coaching, the front office, everybody. Because, you know, enough is enough when we talk about these second round exits. And when you make a move like James Harden at the trade deadline a season ago, while it may not have been just about the 21-22 season and how far they went when we thought that there was a pathway for them to get you know, advance further than we've seen in the past. Uh, it is about these upcoming seasons now with Harden in the mix, with Tobias Harris on the final two years of his contract, and also with Joel Embiid in the prime of his career. Can't waste it too much longer, Keith, and you got to make sure that they show and prove and we see results. And that's why, again, I was puzzled when the Nets decided to defer the pick this draft, saying they feel like they can get a better draft pick from the Sixers next season. Like what, what team are they looking? I mean, they're still talented. They need more pieces. And just like the Nets, the six are going to address those needs in the off season. What, what are they looking at to think that they are now going to be a team that takes a step back? I still believe the six is going to be 50 plus wins and fighting for a, a top seed in the Eastern conference. But we, we also need to talk about Keith uh, in our final segment, uh, a little bit more of who could we possibly be looking for now uh, with the PJ Tucker acquisition, maybe happening already. D'Anthony Melton. We've talked about it so much of what this team needs. And I, I want to throw some names at you to uh, get a pulse of how you feel about these particular players with the money that the Sixers have available to them via the mid level exception, the veteran minimum, et cetera. So we'll do that next in our final segment right here, locked on 76ers. Yeah,
0: I want to talk to you guys about bet online, right? It seems like we're always talking about Bet Online. Why? Because it's the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news around the leagues, including Major League Baseball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And Bet Online, Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet Online, where the game starts. Do it today, people. Mm-hmm. To do it today.
1: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Mm-hmm. Do it today, people. Especially when the Sixers make these acquisitions on Thursday, uh, as early as Thursday, maybe things will change. I was just looking, Keith, because I had something. Uh, I was looking at some odds for the 76ers as far as the uh, championship for next season. And if I'm not mistaken, if you allow me to take a quick peek at it one more time here I saw the number at the odds of winning the, the title um, next season, the favorites. After the Clippers, uh reportedly, John Wall is going to go to the Clippers after his buyout with the Rockets. They have moved to number two behind the Golden State Warriors, where the Sixers are all the way down now. 20 to 1. 20 to 1. And they are basically like 12th in the order. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve in the order, twenty to one behind the Eastern Conference teams, Boston, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and Miami in the what in the East and in the West have their teams. The Sixers are twenty to one right now as a favorite to win the NBA championship.
0: Yeah, but you know what? We can't go by that until it's great. They had eyes, but we, we'll figure out more what happens. Yeah. They sign people. You know
2: what I mean? Yeah, of course. So 21, to 1, it. man. Wow. That's, yeah. that's a big number. All right, let's get to some of these names because there are some numbers out there. The Sixers will have the the veteran minimum. We've seen Dwight Howard sign for the minimum. Andre Drummond sign for the minimum as well as veterans coming in and try to help out the 76ers with the veteran minimum only. George Niang had a piece of the the mid-level exception when he signed two years last last yeah, season yeah yeah
0: okay yeah yeah
2: and now we're looking at pj tucker we've heard him uh what else can they do uh, i know we've talked about it before but the mid-level exception without it being the taxpayer mid-level is somewhere in the ballpark of six point some something million dollars right now and if they are able to clear some cap space you talked about it earlier uh, just a little over 10 million dollars as far as the taxpayer tax taxpayer mid-level exception right there uh, for pj tucker so if we're looking at i mean we've talked about we've biannual exceptions and 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 again the, the veteran minimum you're gonna have to find somebody that can fit underneath it like george Niang, maybe but to, to fit with what they want to do so a couple of names i wanted to throw at you uh, one that is veteran He's been in league for a long time, and we talk about the wing position at six eight, six nine, 6'9", roughly. Uh, Nick Batum with the Clippers the last couple of seasons. Uh, he's a guy that uh, he knows his role as a role player at this stage of his career, and he shot the ball well from behind the three-point line. He's impressed me playing with the Clippers since he uh, joined that team after leaving Charlotte. I didn't think he still had this in him, and as far as we know, as far as, again, we know what we're talking about here as a veteran wing, he may not be as athletic anymore, But he is somebody with experience and plays on the wing and could provide some versatility as somebody who can uh, initiate the offense as well. Uh, What do you think about a player like Nick Batum?
0: You know, I like Nick Batum. I mean, that's one of those things. I don't think you'll be able to get him for the veteran minimum, though. And even with that, I think like the minimum they can offer is not like for. Like, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think the minimum they're offering is like 1.8 just because it goes up for, you know, years of service. So it'll be a younger guy. Um, But when we talk about Nick Nick Patoon, you know, he's a guy that a lot of people may not, like, appreciate his impact in the regular season, you know, older guy. But I think, like, it's kind of sort of like P.J. Tucker. They're different players, but what I mean by that is, his impact stands out in the playoffs where you need somebody to step up and do that. You know, defensively, he would be that type of guy that they need and they want because he can guard, he can, you know, do a lot of other things. He has that length. So yeah, he would be a a, a quality fit for the Sixers. The only thing is as of a couple of days ago, you know, yeah. people were saying they expect the Clippers to resign him, but he would be a quality person. Yes.
2: All right. What about we saw Otto Porter with the Golden State Warriors? Gary Payton, the second, is also a free agent. But uh, it seems like and it would be smart for them, in my opinion, if they decided to keep him. What about someone like Otto Porter, who did take a a minimum to join them very late in the process a season ago? Uh, I wonder if he's still willing to take less money again after winning. Or does he believe after winning and showing that he still has something playing a role that he did with the Warriors? that he might require a little bit more.
0: You know, that's another great one. Like here's a guy that you think he may try to see if he can get a little bit more, but he was also a guy that they said the Sixers were in a mix for last year. Like at, they thought that they had a chance to go out and get Otto Porter. It didn't work out. It could have been one of those, you know, got him ar- around the draft, like a sign and trade or whatever. I don't know a sign and trade, but you know, they could have got him at the, you know, around that time. He was going to be a free agent, but they, they could have gotten him. But the thing is, um you know he's a guy that can actually you know bring a lot I, th- I think he elevated his stock you know like here's the thing we look at guys like otto porter i believe he was a third overall pick when he came out and in, in that Not one so. draft mm-hmm. out of georgetown I, I forget um so he was a third overall pick when he came into the league he got paid early he kind of like you know didn't live up to the expectations. But yep. now he's a guy that comes in. He gets shots. He played well for them in the in in the postseason. And again, he could be a guy like you said. There are going to be certain teams that want to come after him and 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 do ch- uh, title chasing with him. So I think that yes, I like Otto Porter a lot for the Seventy Sixers if they can afford him.
2: Yeah, and two other ones of uh, Keith. I just want to throw at you. And again, we're just throwing some names out there. Uh, with the with the potential free agents uh, that we could look at here, uh, two guys specifically, and I say two because they are brothers and they are twin brothers, the Martin twins, uh, Cody and Caleb, and one playing for uh, the Charlotte Hornets, the other playing for the Miami Heat. We had a chance to to see them. Uh, how about either of those guys? And as wing players, still young. I think they're going to want some money, so I don't know how that's going to play out again. uh, They're going to want some cash. But if you had to look at them right now, uh, Keith, would would either of them have interest in in trying to convince them to take a little bit less where they could uh, eventually make out a little bit better later on uh, with, with a potential deal later? You know, the thing is that, you know,
0: Cody Martin plays, what, for, for, for Charlotte, right? And, and Caleb is the one who plays Miami. for um, Miami. You know, the, the thing about it is, like, um, Caleb, a lot of people are saying that, you know, Caleb really likes the situation he's at. He feels like when he went to Miami, it kind of, like, elevated his game, the the heat culture, so to speak. He, he did a lot of different things. But I also think that, you know, these are two guys – Now, granted, if they don't get any offers, you know, I could see anything happening. But there are also two guys that are young in their career. You know, they are guys who, you know, weren't like, um, you know, first round draft picks, none of that stuff, you know, and, and they haven't made a lot of money. I think like for them, this is that time to make some to get paid. Right. And or win a championship. So to me, it's one of those things where I get it. But once you, as a young player, and you all of a sudden, you say to yourself that, hey, for the rest of my career, I'm going to be a minimum salary dude. Well, that's what you are. Everybody's going to uh, identify you as a minimum salary dude. So with that being said, I don't know if if that would be in their best interest if they had something else. You know what I mean? It's like to a point where you say, look, bro, go get paid. You know? But look, y'all, I want to thank y'all for listening to this podcast. Um, you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast at. Um, as I'm going to thank you for D, thanks for listening. You can follow D at Divine Givens, um, D Givens 975 on Twitter. You can follow me at Pompey on Sixers on Twitter. I want to thank y'all for listening and have a great day. Peace.